to another episode of Hillcrest Church's podcast called Our Stories. Our Stories podcast provides you with an opportunity to listen in on a conversation that I have with someone associated with Hillcrest Church. I'm Pastor Brad Bergfalk, the interim lead pastor here at Hillcrest, and I'm delighted to have Kathy Tilden as my guest today. Welcome, Kathy. Hey, to get us started, can I uh, uh, ask you a very simple question? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I was raised in a suburb of Chicago called Park Forest, Illinois. It was an amazing place to grow up. Um, I had a great family, great upbringing. And uh, yeah, I went to a uh, a United Protestant church all my life. So that was interesting. They they made our town. It was kind of based on kind of post-World War II. And so instead of having a whole bunch of Protestant churches, they just had like a few Protestant churches. So I was United Protestant all my life. I didn't really know what that was. Um, But yeah, great upbringing there and um, enjoyed growing up over there. Do you you, um, still yearn for Chicago deep dish pizza? Yes. Okay. Because most people that have had it do. Yeah. So um, you grew up in Chicago. How did you find your way to... Um, Johnson County, suburban Kansas City? Well, when I was in um, high school, I was um, I was kind of reaching out for God, but I didn't realize I was. I was kind of always had to be in the in-group. And so one time my senior year, I was kind of uh, listening to a radio station and just kind of feeling bad. It was a Christian station. And they talked about um, God. So I sent them a letter and kind of told them my woes of, of, uh, of high school. And they sent me a letter back. And with that letter, it had a little um, thing in it that said, how to become a Christian. And I read that backwards and forwards, and I prayed the prayer every time, and it just meant so much to me. So when I went to college, I really wanted to change um, how I was in terms of needing that constant um, attention. And I got involved in a Christian campus ministry there. And a staff person talked to me and kind of shared that same message with me. I prayed the prayer there. And what I realized was that growing up, I had gone to church every Sunday and I had the religion, but I didn't really have the relationship. Nobody had really explained that to me before. And that made such a big difference to me that when I just took off in college, learning as much as I could, I was so excited to be a part of this campus ministry, excited to meet people that were fun and kind of religious at the same time. Um, And I had a lot of fun doing that. I ended up kind of going on staff with that Christian organization, and that was where I, how I ended up in Kansas City. I had three different assignments uh, during that time in California, Ohio, and then Kansas City, and that's how I got here. So you were a full-time college campus staff worker at at one point, and um, you said something interesting to me. I'd like to follow up with you, if you don't mind. Um, I discovered... Uh, or I put more emphasis on religion than I did relationship. Can you uh, talk a little bit more about? Yeah, that? for sure. So I think a lot of people that were raised at the time that I was raised in the 60s and 70s had parents that were pretty strict and they were very careful not to spoil. So I think I kind of grew up with that sense of um, always having to be perfect, always really wanting to do the right thing. And um, so, um, I think that I was kind of emphasizing the outward acts more than the personal. Um, But when I came, yeah, but when I came to that relationship, I started to understand that, um, you know, I was accepted no matter what. But the 
unfortunate thing is, is I kind of transferred that need for acceptance and that performance mentality then to God and to Christianity. And about two years into my um, campus, my college time uh, involved in the campus ministry, I found that I was really burnt out already. Mm. I remembered hearing the message of uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight: come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. And I actually laughed at that because I thought I'd never been more tired and more stressed out than since I became a Christian. Yeah. yeah, so that was kind of not a great thing. Well, picking up on that for a minute, um, that's that's it's been a few years since that point in your life, I imagine. Um, and we'll get to some of those other parts of your life in a minute. But uh, for someone who might be listening to this podcast and finds themselves in that that same or similar place of weariness, um, what would be one or two pieces of advice that you would give them to help them either get out of what it, whatever it is that's causing the weariness or help them avoid yeah. sort of that the perpetual activity that, that that ends up there? Yeah, that's that's what that's really the key to so much is dif- understanding that it is a person and not a religion. So it's just as if you would have a mom or a dad that wouldn't want you to be just coming up and going, okay, what do I do for you today? What do I do for you today? I mean, it's a relationship. They love you. They care about you. Um, But I think the way I grew up was a little bit more of the emphasis of performance equals significance. And so I I was quick to transfer that to the organization and to the Lord. I ended up going on staff with that organization, as I said, mm-hmm. and um, lived in three different places in the seven years I was on staff with them. In the two years that I was on a campus, I, I just didn't understand boundaries. I thought deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me meant I'm available 24 mm-hmm. seven. So if a student needed me at midnight, I was there. If they needed me on my day off, I remember feeling guilty one day because it was a Sunday and I took a little time to watch the Nutcracker on TV. I mean, it was it was pretty bad. It was yeah. kind of like all work and no play. But I thought that's what the Christian life was. So this leads up to the there must have been some moment of crisis that yes. that happened. Yes. Um, can you describe uh, what what that felt like, that moment of crisis when you kind of awakened to this treadmill that you yeah. Been- Yeah, for sure. So what happened after I left staff at that organization was I was just going to like get a job as a receptionist or something for a while and get a kind of no brainer job. And um, my church at the time needed a full time position. They were hiring a full time position. It was a church plant of 100 people called Heartland Community Church. And um, I just couldn't say no. So I took that job. And that church went from 100 people to 1000 people in the four years that I was on staff there. So you can imagine if I was already kind of burnt out from that treadmill, mm-hmm. that four years later brought me to that place of crisis. I remember I was supposed to give announcements that Sunday, and I was so tired and so sick that I couldn't even stand up. I was so dizzy. And so I went to a counselor, and she said, if you don't stop right now, um, you're going to have an emotional and mental breakdown, physical mm-hmm. and emotional breakdown if you don't stop right now. And so I, I went to the staff, and I told them I needed to leave staff. And through tears and tears, I left staff and they said, well, you know, we'll check in with you in the fall and maybe maybe you can come back. I went home, Brad, and I did not work full time again for 24 years. Mm -hmm. I had worn down my immune system and my adrenal system so bad that I was literally sick for 24 years. 
Wow. What, you don't look sick today. So what's happened since that? Maybe that was the low point for you, or maybe there were other low points, but at least in this regard, what's happened since that sort of help you reorient your, your life so that that doesn't happen? Yeah, that's the amazing, that's the amazing story is during those 24 years, I really came to know God in a very personal way. Um, the first several years, I was really angry at him because I thought, why would you let this happen to me? You know, I, I, I was serving you. The harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. And here I want to be out there. Why would you let me be here in this bed? Um, and then that was when I started coming to Hillcrest in 2003. And a pastor at the time, Mark Severson, was doing a class on the spiritual disciplines. And I got this book by Dallas Willard, and I was just reading the introduction, and it talked about this the discipline of silence and solitude and meditation and prayer. And those were things I had no time for before in the ministry. I thought those were kind of a waste of time. There was too many people to reach and too many people to take care of. So um, I was hit over the head with that when I saw that, and I kind of realized that what God was trying to get my message across was that I didn't have to do for him in order to get his attention. I didn't have to earn his love. It really is for by grace you've been saved through faith and not by works. But it took many years for me to discover that. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was that I, I finally discovered that I didn't really know God at all. And so as soon as the kids would go to school, I would just go back to my room and I would just get to know him. I would spend time in the Bible, spend time in prayer, and spend time as much as I could getting to know him. And that whole first year it was just all about seek, 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 get to know who he was. And about a year after that, I felt like things kind of changed. And I said, what is the word now? He said, abide. Mm -hmm. And so then I learned how to just walk side by side with him. So let me, let me get this straight. So you spent um, 10 or 15 years of your life in full-time Christian service. Yes. And it wasn't until you kind of fell flat on your face, yes. exhausted, yes. that you kind of recalibrated and yes. understood it wasn't about all the good things that you could you did, but it was about this um, sitting in the presence of a God who wanted to have a relationship with you. So, so that brings me to kind of uh, your current um, state of things. Where where are you now? What is God? Where is God leading you? What are some of the passions that God has given you coming out of that? Uh, um, challenging story that you've just described. Yeah, well, he, he really came through with, um, with a physical healing. So as I learned that it wasn't about the doing, and I came to that place of the third word was surrender, where I finally realized just surrender to him, but I had surrendered to him before I really got to know him. So, um, so as I learned that, then I was able to serve out of that overflow instead of the undertow. And he actually healed me physically, um, miraculously. I had had so many people pray for me at Hillcrest for so many years. And I was literally just out walking one day. And the Lord had told me uh, at first he had said he wasn't going to heal me yet because I wasn't ready. Because I, I, he knew I'd get right back on that treadmill again if I didn't. But then there was a time when he said, you're done. Healing is near. And it was about three years later that I was walking around South Lake Park. And I said, why aren't I tired? And I realized that I was better. And I started running. I started biking. I started swimming. I went back to starting to do triathlons. I used to only be able to work four days a school year. And I started taking long-term sub jobs. And it was just the most amazing thing. But what I realized was that that soul needed healing. 
the understanding needed healing, and then the physical came from that. So now um, during the shutdown, he actually had me start a healing ministry. And so I get to share with so many people what I've learned through what he took me through, that 24-year wilderness of sickness, that all the things that I learned and all the things that he birthed in me. And now I'm able to start um, to share that with people. We do healing sessions and seminars. It's called Sunrise Ministries. And um, it's kind of just like the most amazing thing to come out of such a difficult, excruciating period. And I think your experience is not unique. I mean, it's a it's a cultural reality in some ways. And to turn uh, a, a story of challenge and difficulty into a ministry that can turn around and help other people. What a, I mean, yes. God's got a sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. I well, if you if you are uh, were someone that was sitting and hearing um, you describe the way in which God um, um, healed you and redirected your life from from being you know busy all the time to wanting to to sit and abide and to and to be attentive, what would be one or two pieces of advice you might offer somebody who wanted to get off the treadmill? and to get to a place similar to your experiencing right now with, in your relationship with God. Yeah, totally just stopping and trying to cut a lot of things out of your schedule and spend that time with God. I think so much about Peter getting out of that boat, you know, fixing our eyes on Jesus and not looking at the storms around us makes such a big difference. So making that time to stop and understanding that He loves you no matter what. Our society puts so much emphasis on doing, like you were saying, you know, that's just so easy in our culture. But the reality is he wants a relationship with us more than anything else. Just like a parent wants a little child to come snuggle up with them. You're not just slave masters. Um, you just want to just just get to know you and be with you. So that's well, what I would recommend. Thank you. That sounds like good advice. Thank you, Kathy, for taking the time to share your story with us. If you have a story to tell that you think others in our congregation would like to hear, please send us an email at info at hillcrestcub.org, and we will look forward to hearing your story on a future episode of Our Stories here at Hillcrest Covenant Church. I'm Pastor Brad Bergfalk, and uh, we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.